Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy Friday afternoon. Good to have you with us here. This is a Taylor Swift song I enjoy that she wrote for Little Big Town, but oh, that I'd... she performs herself. Okay. Also. So, so who's singing? This is Taylor Swift. Okay, this is Taylor swinging. Uh, swing, singing. Um, she does an acoustic version that's pretty good, too, but okay. um, so we're picking our Taylor Swift songs a little more carefully today. Right, of course. So this is Nevin's in for John Grayson today. Um, all right, so we have, if you've not heard, Taylor Swift is going to be at the Jets game on Sunday. By the way, we're still keeping an eye on the rain that is hitting New York. I know we had a caller earlier that said MetLife Stadium will be fine. Hopefully. Hopefully they can get there in flights and all that kind of stuff because of how much rain they got. Uh, So we'll see. But um, with that, I I think I have, is it seven Taylor Swift stories now in front of me about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? (laughs) I don't know. You found one out of the LA Times. I did. I got a bunch of other ones to to chat about here too. Um, Real quick. So we mentioned this, we mentioned this pre Travis Kelsey, by the way, pre coupling uh-huh. that, um, there that Gannett, which owns a bunch of newspapers was looking for a Taylor Swift reporter that it was, I think it was, I can't remember how it was, it was paying, but, um, but they were looking for a reporter to go on her tour okay. and write stories about her tour for Gannett. Uh, they also have a reporting position for Beyonce. Interesting. <laughs> Gannett has gotten nearly 1,000 applications wow. for the Taylor Swift and Beyonce reporting positions. Wow. Uh, this is at a pointer. The job listings went up a little over two weeks ago, and since then, the company has gotten applications from journalists and non-journalists alike. Among the applicants are a White House reporter, a flight <laughs> attendant, and several TikTok influencers. So... Wow. Just, if you didn't already know how big she was, yeah, there's further proof of that. Um, she was making the front page of newspapers in Germany, right. in Europe well, yesterday. Kelsey did. But it, the, it was the, him. their yeah. story. But yeah. He was it's on. so funny. I sort of just associate the two now. Yeah, right. Like they're, 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 it's a thing. Which is a problem that I, and I probably shouldn't do that. Um, but then the LA Times had a column yes. that was written by Mary McNamara. And it's lengthy. And it, what I like about this and how it's different is it sort of, it lends credibility to Kansas City. Right. 
it, it's got people's attention about Kansas City yes. in a way that it didn't. Yeah, cor- according to this article that I that I sent you last night, I guess uh, the author has a son that lives here in KC, uh, and and he's been going on and on with his mom about how Kansas City was to become the next San Francisco. Okay, fine, Austin, since he moved here a year ago, and I don't know if maybe somebody in the listening audience knows who the young lad is. She never mentions his name, so. Um, he breaks down the facts. You know, it's uh, the Kansas City itself is around 500,000 people, 2 million in the wider metro area. Uh, Kansas City may be small, but uh, on a daily basis, the son assures his mom that it's bristling with artists, writers, musicians, entrepreneurs, sports teams, political activism, and, of course, the best barbecue east and west of the Missouri River. Uh, it goes on and on about the, the stadium that's going to be opened up for the, the, the female soccer team. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on about the river market and West Bottoms and Crossroads. The new airport terminal. Yeah. Ted Lasso. I mean, it, 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 it you would NFL think draft. The NFL draft, the World Cup coming through here, the streetcar. This woman even writes about how the streetcar is going to be extended all the way down to the universities uh, from where it's at now. The Rock Island Bridge, which I know I've talked about mm-hmm. before over here. It's going to be the first destination bridge over the, the Call River. That's right next to uh, Hy-Vee Arena. And, I, and, and I'm... I'm it's almost as if this woman lives in Kansas City, right? Because it's it feels like it was written from a perspective of of a Kansas City, and you know when 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 we have talked at, at great length about Kansas, I mentioned this just next door this morning. Like Kansas City, there was a time, right? Especially during Prohibition, especially during the heyday of jazz, when Kansas City was was king of cool, man. Yeah. There was no denying it that it was it was on top of the world with the Chicago's and the New Yorks. There was a bit of a of a of the downtime, if you want to call it that. And now it's definitely getting its cool factor back, right? It, it happened with the Royals back-to-back World Series runs. It obviously happened with everything that's gone on with the Chiefs and thing and Ted Lasso really Jason Sudeikis really brought it into to the mainstream of like all the things that are Kansas City and that that he loves so much. And now, obviously. <clears throat> This Taylor Swift moment, it really is sort of like bringing a, a big light to to what's going on here in terms of having some coolness to it, man. Here's a couple sentences out of this. I mean, and this is how she writes it. I mean, Taylor wouldn't date a chief if Kansas City wasn't cool. <laughs> so with the woman who just boosted local economies all across the country with her record-breaking concert tour, soon be sprinkling her pixie dust yeah. on the Paris of the Plains. And she mentions, like, is it possible that they would be seen out and about? Who knows if they'll be able to do that ever. The other thing I like about this is that she points out that, um, and and this isn't getting mentioned as much, but she says, to be fair, Kansas City already has one shining star, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He was already the king of Kansas City. Very much. And invested in the Royals and invested in sporting Kansas City. And in the current. And got Whataburger here. Mm -hmm. I mean, so we've already got... And and we know he's going to be here a while. Yeah, I mean they're building a, a, a beautiful home out south. It's done. Know. Yeah, it's done. I mean, yeah, I guess it is done. Um, I- so it's just cool if if this is a good side result. Yeah. Of this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, whatever it ends up being. It's not a bad perk. You know, it's funny is that uh, uh, when I was next door this morning uh, on the roundtable discussion, Nikki from uh, 99.7 came down. She's like, look, y'all can come visit. But just don't move here, all right? Just like, just I don't want you to turn it into Nashville or Austin. Like, we like where we're at. I mean, you, you can come through, but like, you know. But then it's like there's talk about the Ferris wheel. Like, does that help Kansas City's yeah. cool factor? I think anything that does land infill that re, that that reclaims something that was vacant, I'm all for it. So, 
I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's, if, if it, if it does, if it does make people kind of look at Kansas city a little differently, especially because if, you know, let's say you're up in Minneapolis, right. And mm-hmm. let's say you've gone, I've heard about Kansas city, but you know what? Maybe next year, let's go down and catch the Royals and the twins play or over in Denver. You might drive up. Dallas is not that far of a drive, yeah. you know, Oklahoma city, Tulsa, not that far of a drive. People from St. Louis, people from uh, the eastern part of Illinois, Arkansas area. I mean, you really, if you think about it, like we are kind of in that place where if more and more people are going to look at maybe road trips as opposed to flying, why not come through KC? Yeah, um, it, it will just be, and it's only been a week. It's only been a week. It's only it's been not even been a week. Six days yeah. since all of this yeah. mania, happened. Mania. mania is the right word mania. for it. And now, so we play Sunday. Yep. Again, of course, if you didn't know that. Right. It's a late game, right? Seven something? <laughs> it's a seven. night game. Yeah, it's, it's a, a Sunday game. night game. So it's, it's prime time, baby. Prime time. Um, yes, this is the reason um, that Brittany Mahomes could not go to Beyonce like they had planned. Because Beyonce concert got moved right. to the exact same time. Right. She's got to go to see a football game. Yeah. Um, so, and, and Taylor Swift is going to be there. And it will be fascinating to see, like, what the NFL coverage is. Yeah. And how much the camera looks for her. Right. And the discussion that must be happening behind the scenes and the dismay that must be must be there about like how many times is appropriate to put the camera on her yeah. versus not like you can't make it about her, yeah. but it's what the it's what a lot of the viewers care about. And I don't and I don't know. I don't know where I heard this. So this is not coming for me. But when you take a juggernaut like the NFL, which has been America's sport for quite some time and it is. I mean, it's it draws attention when it, there's the draft, for God's sakes, right? right. The, I mean, we know it from firsthand experience, obviously, but in terms of viewership and all that. And then you take it and you bring in Taylor Swift and you, you elevate it up another level to a place that, that I don't think that maybe, maybe the NFL really understood that this was how big it was going to become because it does like it is it is not just and this it, 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 I'm going to try and draw a parallel. Right. But hear me out. Five years ago, we all knew Mahomes was starting, right? Mm-hmm. Right by this time, he was starting. And yeah. he was starting to make these comebacks and these plays that we're going locally, right? We're mm-hmm. going, damn, this kid might be good. This kid yeah. might be real good. And then all of a sudden, he's playing in the AFC Championship game against Tom Brady, and an offside forces us out of the Super Bowl. But by then, the national media and everybody's talking about, this is this is the heir apparent. This is yeah. the guy that's going to take over for Tom Brady as the face of the NFL. And we, and, and, but locally we were all like, are we, are we just being a bunch of homers here? Like, yeah. or is this kid really that good? And now it's like, oh yeah, this, we all know it. And in the NFL, like they knew how big Taylor was. I knew she was big, <laughs> but I didn't know she was this big. And I told that story on Monday about like just the reaction at the, at the pub I was at getting food to go. Just mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I knew she was big, but damn, this is big. And it'll, again, it's maybe I geek out on this because this is what we do for a living, but just, I will be curious to watch the game. I, I want to see the game, but I'm curious to know what the coverage will be like. You have Chiefs fans mm-hmm. who are happy that Taylor Swift, but isn't, they're not there for that. Right. Who might get annoyed after a while yeah. of so much focus being put on Taylor Swift during the game. Sure. But you also know you have thousands more people watching that game because she is there. Yes, there's. So, I mean, that, I, I think I asked it on Monday. How many Swifties became Chiefs fans, a and lot. how many Chiefs fans became Swifties? I think the numbers speak for themselves. Four hundred percent, Kelsey's jersey went up. Yeah, four hundred percent. The highest ratings for female viewership in an NFL game ever. And and uh, Fesco said this next door. He thinks that it's going to be the highest rated vi- uh, video game, highest rated TV uh, NFL game ever in the history of NFL. 
because you're going to have, you will, you will have so many people. And, and you're going to have dads like me that are having something now to talk about with their teenage daughters because of Taylor Swift. And you have teenage daughters that are ma- now maybe curious about, okay, so what exactly is a tight end, right? Like how, what does offsides mean? Mm-hmm. Like how many, da- what is four downs? Like how does that work? How do you move the ball? Like how, how all that stuff. So now you have this kind of moment between fathers and daughters, especially mm-hmm. that they can connect on two different things that are connected now. Until it, you know, unfortunately, she writes a new song about <laughs> her Kansas City crush. No songs. No, no songs. No, no, right. No songs. Um, and in all seriousness, I wonder how much the Beyonce concert being at the same time will hurt those numbers. I don't know how many people are going. I, I don't know if it's. I think it's a sellout. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So 80, that's 80,000 or so, like right? That. If yeah. it's a sellout. I assume most of that audience is going to be women. Who might otherwise be watching the Chiefs game? But here's the thing: you can watch you can, you can watch both. that concert, and you can have yeah. your, your your phone your uh, uh, earbud in and listening to the game at the same time. Yeah, and if you're Beyonce, you know you probably are going to reference this game a couple times, like especially if things are winning or things are going good or whatever. That'll be interesting to see if that happens. I don't know. It's somebody just mentioned on the text line. Remember when Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson? And yes, I remember that. She would go to his games. Yeah. You're right. Neither one of them, though. I mean, Tony Romo, you would know this better than me, might be on the same level as Travis Kelsey in terms of AJ, how our, well he's our, known. AJ, our production guru in this building, right? Dallas Cowboys fan. He remembers this time frame, and he said, everything's gravy with the audience until Kelsey has a bad game. No kidding. And yeah. then, like vultures, they will turn on her. So yes. be, be ready for that. Even if the first loss, uh-huh. even if it's not his fault, the first loss that comes will be, yes, I think the audience will turn for sure. All right, uh, Jason Evans is in for John Grayson. Coming up next, we have a couple of etiquette questions to get to, like, what do you do if somebody calls you by the wrong name? We'll get to stuff like that coming up next here on KMBZ. All right, I think I think questions like this and moments like this are interesting because they're so awkward for us. Uh, Nivens is here for John Grayson. So we had um, kind of a station event Earlier this week, a station yeah, yeah. building event, right? right. Um, which is the first time I can remember us doing that in quite a while, where it was every, it was all of us and advertisers and stuff like that were were together, and it's the classic situation. People had name tags, mm-hmm. but it's the classic situation where what if this happens, where someone gets your name wrong and you want to correct them without getting it, without it being awkward, <laughs> if you even do, um, and it's and I know some of you are like, well, just correct them, yeah, but you don't want to be. You don't want to make them feel bad about it. And that, and that, I, I, you know, I get called Dana all the time. Sure. And I, you just, yeah, no. I, I get it. I get Nivens, Nevins. Uh, I, I, the, the but mis- do they call you something that's absolutely not your name? Like, do they confuse you with someone else? Um, no, I don't think I've gotten that. But like, I mean, if, if you say it wrong, I'm like, oh, it's Nivens. I'm like, oh, okay. Are they spelled like on the text line? will come through and it's spelled wrong, but it's phonetically spelled right, I guess. So I'm just like, oh, it's, you know, I always sign it with my name, you know, Nivens. Yeah. On the text line, I don't care, but I have an odd spelling. And yes. J-A-Y-M-E. And it's never the first. Assum- you'll never assume that first. No. That that's the, that's the spelling. And I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't care. Um, I don't care on the text line. But people in this building have emailed me mm-hmm. and gotten my name wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. My favorite is when it's, people put an apostrophe in my name and it doesn't exist. It's in the email address. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the correct spelling <laughs> of my name is in my email address. Yeah, but when you have when, when you when you have an, a, a coworker that does it, you're like, hey, uh, are you even paying attention? And I, mm-hmm. there's been times when like I've purposely said that, like they've said my name and they've got it wrong, and I purposely look at them and say their name wrong, and they <laughs> they correct yeah. me, and I'm like, oh, so you know, mine is this, and oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, 
And the thing is, you got to correct them the first time they do it. Yeah. Just like if you don't remember someone's name the first time, you need to ask them and don't let it go a year before you find out. So what I have done in that situation, here's a little uh, behind the scenes for you. And this was a um, this I guess this would be like pre-pandemic life when my, my wife and I would be out in public a lot more. She she's not really out and about as much as she used to be. And, and she always knew, like, when someone's come up and be like, hey, man, how are you? If I said this is, I said, oh, hello, this is my wife, my girlfriend, Alex. That was always her cue to go, hi, what's your name? Because it means that I have forgotten that person's name. And I might have known who they were, like, mm-hmm. by their face, but I can't remember their name for the life of me. And so that was always like, oh, what's your name? Oh, John, hi, John, nice to meet you. Or, you know, hi, hi, Karen, nice to meet you, whatever it might be. But that was always... We got that early on in our relationship to where she knew, like, okay, I got your back, dude. So <laughs> It's good to have a team effort yeah, there on yeah. that, like give her a little signal yeah. that, that you don't remember this one. But I think those etiquette questions are interesting. And if you want to throw in there, um, that, like forgetting someone's name when you meet them again, feel free to uh, put that in the conversation as well. Okay, I'm going to try not to. Is it Tana? <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. Tell us about you it. Can it. You can spell it. You can't pronounce it. You can't pronounce it. You can't spell it. I get Tana, Tanya, something all the time. When I met my husband, he called me Tana, and I said, no, Tana's two N's is in Max, Tana, and Moffitt. So it is and T-A-N-A? Yes, it is. It okay. is like Dana with a T, and that is how I tell everybody how to remember it. So do you correct people when they get it wrong? Yes, yes I do. How do you do it without them feeling like a jerk? I do the, hey, it's Tana, like Dana, like Dana with a T, and they're like, oh, okay, and then usually, it's usually not any problem after that. Okay, and so then they don't feel bad. That's what I, I just always yeah. want to help the other person save face yeah. Yeah. whenever I can. So. But it's but it's okay to correct people, right? Like that's the thing in life. Like sometimes I would want to be corrected if I, I got would it wrong. Absolutely, want to be corrected. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I've. It's there's certain words like sometimes you misunderstand what someone says, and you're like, "Oh, nice to meet you, Rob," and they're like, "No, no, it's Bob." And you're like, "Oh, I could have sworn he said Rob. My bad. Excuse me." Yeah, and, and you just own it. Like I made a mistake. It's okay yeah. to make mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. We'll go next to Dave and Carney. Hey, Dave. Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? What's awesome. up, Dave? Uh, We uh, had a neighbor for 17 years. This sweet old lady lived around the corner from us. My name is Dave. She called me Dan (laughs) for 17 years. And after a while, I was just like, okay, I'm Dan. You know, she wants me to be Dan. I'll be Dan. (laughs) Because she she was a real sweetheart, you know, this sweet little old lady. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, bless her heart, you know. I I told my wife, well, I guess I'm Dan now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, sometimes and, you just gotta take one for the team, you right? Just gotta leave it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm that. I'm. I'm with you. I'm that guy. That, I'm terrible with names. You know, until I've until I've known you for a while, right? You know, and repeated that name. Uh, and I, I own it. I'm. I'll. I'll be the first to say, "Hey, I'm sorry, but I can't remember your name. What was your name again?" Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes you makes you feel kind of like a butt, you know, because you don't remember <laughs> somebody's name. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Yes. Yeah. I appreciate the call, Dave. Thanks for getting in. I want to bring Colin here Thanks, for Don. one second. Appreciate you. <laughs> right. For two reasons. First of all, I'm going back to my teaching days when I had to remember 25 kids' names per class, and that was a challenge. But Colin, your name, you you struggle with people spelling it wrong. It's one L. It's one L. C O L I N. So generally, the last name 
when it's Colin has two L's. Yes, right? and that's what my mom said when she gave me the name is she thought the two L's was more like a last name and not a first name. I'm also not Sam Stevie for everyone listening <laughs> that calls in and texts in. Do you, you get it on the text line? Do people call you Sam? A few, a few times on the text line. More often on, on the phone, people call in. They're like, hey, Sam, what's going on? Nope, not Sam. Do you correct them? Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, that, I don't know. Yeah. Um, are, is that an insult to be called Sam Stevie? I don't know. Is he here? I don't know if I want no, to. No, he's, he's not. He's, not. he's, he's on, on vacation. Way. Oh, he's on vacation. He's on vacation. Yeah, he's good. He's out of the listening area. How do I want to play this if he's listening? It's just us. He's no, not listening. it's not an insult. He's on a float trip. He's not <laughs> listening to the radio station. He's he's pretty tall and, and lanky. I think he's got a good, good reach good on reach you. I don't on think he, I'm, I don't I'm think a little he, shorter than he is. I don't want to mess with that listen, guy. Listen, Carl, I don't think he'd scrap with you. You know, <laughs> uh, I've known Scott a while. I mean, Sam a while now. He's a good kid, so he'll be all right. What offends you more, being called the wrong name or like that guy that answers the phone? Oh, my, that's what comes my in a list lot. of names that you people have given list. me. Hold yes. on. Let me see if I can find you, it. Are you, yes. you have a running list over there? We're late for the break, but that's all right. it's on Colin. Well, and phone line the board, man, so. I think, is my favorite. <laughs> uh, that guy, phone guy, Sam, uh, the screener, the other guy, the guy, and the then other. Sam again. At yes. The, of the, yes. the other guy. I love it. Well, this phone, is Colin. Phone line man is my favorite. It makes me feel like I mean, I think that needs to be, that need, you need to get a business card that just says phone line like man. a shirt or something. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We, uh, this is Colin. He is our producer is his official title back there. So, yes, that's that's the actual name. Phone lines are ringing, 913-586-7798. Feel free to get in here. Uh, we'll get to your calls next here on KMBZ. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, so now the text line is calling you phone line producer bro. How do we feel about that, Colin? I'm phone line man. I feel like I should say your name more just so people Sleep know in it. in the shadows. and We should address you more. Phone Nivens line producer bro. phones and push buttons when no one else will. He's, he says you sound a lot like Sam. Maybe in the mornings. Do, uh, do, me, a, do me a favor, go. Sam Stevie, KMBZ News. No, you need this to do is the Sam Stevie, bye. News 98.1 KMBZ. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Thank you. Yeah. I can get it. I can, I can pick up what, he's, what they're putting down for sure. Can you do the bye that he does at the end of the show every day? Bye. There mm, you go. Yeah. I think that's the true test. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's Sam it, it, yeah, in, there in it truest is. form there. Yeah, yes. For sure. Um, so we'll get to your calls here in a second, but I just mentioned this to Nivens. Proof that the internet is listening to absolutely everything. <laughs> so we're, we've been talking about um, if people spell your name wrong or get your name wrong, do you correct them? And how do you do it to help them save face a little bit? I'm on Twitter. It's always up. And the first thing I see is a tweet from Slate.com. And it's a question asked of Dear Karen Feeding. That's her advice column. And it says, I chose an uncommon pronunciation for my daughter's name. And then yep. the rest of it's got yeah. the Internet's always listening. Always, always. It's crazy. It probably tied into your smartphone and yep. then picked up through there and then attached. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't even want to know. It's always there. It, yep. They're always out there. Uh, we will go to the phones. Laura's first up out of North KC. Hey, Laura. Hey, how are you guys today? Hi, awesome. Laura. Is it Laura or Laura? 
Well, that depends. Right. You, right? you hit a nerve already. Yeah. I, I'm Laura, Lori, Lauren, Lara, Lala. Um, all kinds of things. And I think it depends on where you grew up and if you knew somebody by that name already. Right. Um, but it, it never bothers me. Do you correct people? The only people? time I correct. The oh, only sorry. time I correct is I think I'm going to have a relationship with this person. Okay. In other words, I'm going to see them more often than just once or twice at a right, right, right. Or something. So otherwise, I don't care. Right, because you're like um, I'm never seeing this person again. Who cares? Yeah, that doesn't matter. Right. Um, but the thing I do, I have customers. Uh, I'm a dog groomer, and I have customers, and I may see them every six weeks to eight weeks. And I will see them out in public, and I cannot remember their names. Right. I've known you for five years, mm-hmm. and I still can't remember your name because the setting's not correct. I remember your dog's name. I don't remember yours. <laughs> so how I help them out is, you know what? I know exactly who you are. I know I groom your dog, but I am horrible with names. Right. Could you please remind me? If I kind of put it on myself, like I'm mm-hmm. really bad, but I do know who you are, not I've just blanked you out of my life. <laughs> right. Um, uh-huh. Then then they're usually like, you know what? That's right. You know, I do the same thing in public. And then you have a whole conversation about it. And then I tend to remember who they are if I see them out and about. Because it was a source but, of a big conversation. And you'll remember that. Yes. And I will remember that. But when you see somebody just intermittently like that and in a very specific way, when you see them somewhere else, it's like, oh, I know who right. you are. Right. I know who you are. And if I acknowledge them that way, then they're pretty, they're pretty good about it. They yeah. laugh. Oh, that's funny. So I like it. I don't know why. I'm not better. I'm much better with dog names. <laughs> I mean, remembering your dog. I don't remember yeah, your I mean, name. You know, but you're you're much more intimate with the dogs, right? You're making I them look pretty and smell right, and you know, getting them all cleaned up. So, yeah. This is true. I, I do not do that to their owners. Right. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Thanks a lot for the call. I appreciate you no getting problem. in. Um, I have a friend whose first name is L A R A. Lara. Yes, yes, not Laura. Lara. And for some reason, I cannot get that pronunciation out of my mouth correctly. I cannot say Lara. My my, my you brain just, did. just my you... brain just does, but I never remember it. Right. And I see her not all the time, but you know, multiple times a year. Yeah. And I always have to ask or listen for someone else to say it because my my brain and mouth, we, I just don't remember I that that's you. what it is. Yeah, I've got a, so. a, a friend of mine's wife uh, and mother of his children is is Lara, and that's you know. It's definitely a thing you have to learn. Yeah. If you're so used to, like, like I, I grew up with a Laura, so right. I'm used to Laura. I've known Laura's, but I've never known a Laura until recently. And my mom's name is Lori, and okay. so that's how I, that's how I have it in my head. Right. So that's what I'll blame it on. Uh, let's see, Kale is next up in Plattsburgh. Hi, Kale. Hey, how's it going? What's Great, up, Kale. Yeah, I just, I just cannot fathom the thought of being offended by someone calling me a different name. I mean, my name's Kale. It's gotten wrong all the time and it's just i just feel like we're a little too soft and not me not necessarily you guys but uh not us uh, but everybody else right. <laughs> present company excluded yeah. of course what do you what do you been called what have you been called oh everything Callie, um cole, cole. kyle but uh. it's just i mean i you, you gotta feel bad for the person calling you the name um, rather than be a fit, I don't know. I mean, I've just, I'm a little more hard than that. I don't right. feel like I it's because <laughs> these streets have made me mean. Offended. I was born a kale and made me mean. So here's the thing. I don't think it's about being offended. I think it's about, I would want to know the correct pronunciation of somebody. I'm not offended that they get it wrong, but why not 
correct them so that they have it right? Like, well, I yeah, want to know. I think there's a time and a place for it, um, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I, and I also think that it has something to do with the uh, the ability or the uh, or that feeling inside you where you won't correct them in person, but you correct them over the phone. Right. That's uh, getting into psychological there. All right, Kale. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. I think sometimes people overcomplicate names. Mm-hmm. Like they try to go for the like, just spell it the way or just pronounce it the way it's spelled. Try that first, okay. and don't don't overcomplicate it first. Sure, sure. And sometimes we're looking for the super creative way to get through it. Yeah, and it's not always like that. I, I, to his point, though, people do get sensitive about their name. I know I do. I know. I mean, I, I correct people all the time. But I the- think. That's a time where it's okay. Okay. Like to have it right. Because again, I would want to know. Right. I don't want to be calling you. Some- In fact, with you, I even wanted to know, do we go by Jason or do we go by Nivens? Yeah, I like, mean. Wh- what do we call you? I'll tell you, whenever I'm doing radio and people call me Jason, it does take me a minute to be like, oh, they're talking to me. It's because yeah. I'm so used to being called Nivens yeah. and so many things. And I sign my, my, do a lot of my signatures just like, and, and I've had Bink even bust my chops over on 610. Like, oh yeah, you're like, you're like Madonna. You're like Pele. You're just one word. And I'm like, it just, it's easier. When I was growing up as a kid, my mom used to call me Nivens because that's just what everybody did. No one really ever, the, my family calls me Jace, like my wife, mm-hmm. my, uh, my stepdaughter and my son. <laughs> and so like I'm used Your to- Your son calls you Jace? It's part of his neurospiciness. Oh, okay. Because he hears my wife and he hears the bug call me Jace. And so he just, he calls me Jace a lot. Oh, interesting. He doesn't really call me dad much anymore. Really? Sometimes when he like, he'll, 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 he'll hear me in a radio spot. He's like, daddy, you know, he gets excited. But a lot of times when he's trying to get my attention or we're going to go do something or whatever. <laughs> he's I, trying to get your attention, calls you Jace. Jace, like- wake up. Chase, <laughs> Chase, it's time to get up. So I'm like, yeah, okay. But I also like that. Like, what do you prefer to be called? Which, by the way, is a way around this. Yeah. If you don't if remember you don't know the, the name, person's yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you prefer to be called? Are you like, asking well, me? Oh, just in, oh, general, in general. It's a way. It's yeah. a way through it. Like, well, my name. I'm. I'm one thing. There's no way to get around it. Yeah. So it wouldn't work for me. But nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Mike, next up in KC. Hey, Mike. Yeah, I had an old girlfriend, and her name was Susie. It was spelled S-U-S-I, and she would get mad if you called her Susie because her name was Susie. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, she wants to be called the way her name is pronounced. Right. Exactly. That's okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. This is the problem sometimes, parents, I'm looking at you, in picking spellings that are not traditional. Like you're being creative and you think you're being cool about it, but right. all it's going to do is cause trouble. I mean, I think we've done pretty good with. I mean, we, well, our kids have unique names, and so do I. That's what I mean. I, know, I we have Karma, Credence, and Poppy. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are you know pretty easy to figure out. Yeah, people don't spell Credence right a lot of times, but that's to be understood. Does he go by Creed for short? Does anybody call him that? Yeah, we call him Creed a lot okay. for short. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. When you are picking names, just make sure they are spelled like they sound. Yeah. And don't get all creative about it. <laughs> that's cool. You were the. You were the fun one and the creative one that picked the cool spelling but as the person that that my name I, I i like that it's a little different but it's caused me trouble for all of my life and having to correct it right people just never assume um <laughs> that it is what it is i love this one on the text line thank you yes very familiar with johnny cash's boy named sue fantastic song i mean it's just it's it's one of those early i mean i would call that an early punk song it is great it is absolutely great Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight North KC. We go to to talk to Stephanie. Hey Stephanie. 
Hi there. Um, so whenever somebody can't remember my name, they call me Jennifer. Okay. Not even close to Stephanie. No. Apparently, you... I look like a Jennifer. Okay. Can you describe where... your appearance to us? <laughs> what do you look like? What are you wearing? <laughs> Just, you know, this is back in my 20s. I had a college professor get mad at me because I didn't answer. Because I didn't know he was calling on me. Oh. So I started signing my papers, Jennifer. <laughs> I thought, fine, you want to call me Jennifer? Good luck with the grades. <laughs> okay. And to the point, that's how I named my daughter. Okay. I went ahead and just named her after myself and named her Jennifer. So now I can at least say, not me, but that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that you embraced it. That's yeah, fantastic. That is great. That is absolutely great. I embraced great. it in college. When I would go out, I would go out as Jennifer. Yes, the alter ego. So this yes. is why I asked what you what you look like, and I'm trying not to go squirrel here about it, but you said it, and this is this no. is what makes me think of it is, don't we all have an image in our head of what certain names look like? Sure. And it's based on the first person you knew in your life that had that name, and it's and and sometimes it has a good connotation, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So I, in my mind, well, and that, that's over three states. Indiana, Illinois, and Missouri, everybody thinks I'm a Jennifer. I'm just an average chick. Huh. Well, we like it. Thanks for calling in, average chick. We appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. Let's wrap this up with Connie in KC. Hey, Connie. Hi. What's up, you Connie? Know, we, were talking about, we were talking about names. My last name is Massey, M-A-S-S-I-E, mm-hmm. but I am forever called Macy. So I don't really understand where they get the Macy. You know, you know, who had the, either. you know, had the same issue. What we found out, I guess, last year, it's not Kelsey, it's Kels, it's there Travis Kels, and everyone, True. and because like that came up, and Mahomes was like, "What? What? I've been calling, Wait, yeah. yeah." And it's like, no, it's but everyone just called him that, so they just went with it. Yeah. Isn't that huh. wild? I don't like so that. When when people call me and pronounce my name incorrectly, it's usually a salesperson or you know. But I huh. always thought it's interesting, you know. It's I. A S M A S S I E Cassie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. Pretty simple to me, but they always get it wrong. Oh, thanks for the call. I appreciate you getting in here. Yeah, I'll save we'll save the last name conversation for another day. Because <laughs> right? I, let me tell you. Right, mine is Sally. It's it's we had the, um we were talking not that long ago about like whether you took a radio name at any sure. point yeah. and I never did because mm. I, I did news for the first part of my career and so it, it, I didn't have to yeah. have like a you know a music a DJ name. I, didn't, yeah. I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't need to have that um, but it would have made things easier as time went on to just have picked yeah. a last name that was a little a little simple I was called but. Settle every day growing up yeah by coaches teachers and it's, I still it, get called that it's not now Settle that, now that I am a coach what, what how do you pronounce it S e t t l e. Right, right. I, I knew I knew a gal with last name, but how do you pronounce it? Settle. It, it's like so, settle down. But isn't that <laughs> is that not right? That's how I've always heard it. Okay. But are you people call my you by your last something name. right now. Are you going to send me into a spiral here by telling me that's not how it's pronounced? I think Nivens is confused about what your point. I is, guess maybe. I guess I'm, I'm misunderstood. I think you're oh, saying no, no, you're no, called I'm by your saying, last name. Yes, I was always called by my last. Oh, name. Oh, yeah. okay. Is, is I thought I you meant that we've been pronouncing your last name wrong. No, and I'm like, it no. seems pretty straightforward. Okay, no, now, that's just what coaches call me. That's what teachers yeah, call me. Yeah. That's what friends, everyone. That's just how it was. Yeah, it's uh, there are certain people that that for whatever reason their last name is used as their primary 
acknowledgement. Right. Right. You know? right. Like, like I, I just always the way it's been in my and now life. It's, now it's coach settle. Right. Or some of the kids that I've known and gotten close with, they just drop the coach and they just call me settle. And that's just how it is. Okay. So, which um, is fine. Well, I have mixed feelings about that. Not, Personal preference. We won't get into it today. But, <laughs> Personal preference. Um, because the fact that they're not giving me a title, is that yeah, your issue? It oh, feels I, I don't care. Too casual. You should just correct and be like, it's doctor. Well, it's coach. <laughs> it's coach settle. Not, it's doctor settle. Not just by, that gets weird too, because I was in that position too of being a coach and being like, what do you have them call you? It also was weird when I taught college. What do you have students in a college class call you? Right. Because they're adults. Yeah, just don't call me by my first name. Okay. That's fine. All yeah. right. Because I that's what that's what you know I would do in high school as well. I I wouldn't say coach so and so. I would just say so and so and move on with it. And everyone was everyone was cool with it. We're all super casual and we're all just there to have a good time. Some kids still get my name wrong, which baffles me because I've been coaching them for a year and a half at this point, <laughs> and they still think I'm somebody else. So I don't know what right. that's about. It's kind of weird. My head is spinning right now. <laughs> Listen, we have to stop this conversation because now my brain's going in 30 directions. So we, we got to move on. All right. Coming up next, we've heard of a lot of different emotional support animals or creatures. This is a new one. We'll get to this coming up here in KMBZ. Nivens, as Hello. we will call him, yeah. in for John Grayson. Uh, so next story came to us out of Philadelphia. A baseball fan and his emotional support alligator named Wally were not allowed in to a major league baseball stadium to meet players of the Philadelphia Phillies on Wednesday. Um, Stories all over the place. So, Oh my gosh. This is fantastic. I don't know how we're pronouncing the guy's first name. Joey J O I E. Is that how I I don't know. That's what I'm going to say. I'm just seeing the picture. That's got 8.7 million views. I'm trying to find the the name. Uh, So Joey Henny and Wally. (laughs) That's the alligator attempted to enter the Philadelphia Phillies Citizens Bank Park on the day of their home game against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Henny explained to CNN uh, that Wally was at the stadium after he had been invited to meet the Phillies players and their partners before Wednesday's game against the Pirates. However, because they arrived late to the stadium, the players were already out warming up, meaning Wally was not able to spend time with them. (laughs) Henny said, so we bought tickets. And Wally has been into other baseball games, so we assumed that was okay. <laughs> no, he hasn't. We never no, checked. We never asked no, or checked with hasn't. it. But they only allow service animals like dogs and horses into the stadiums, not emotional support animals. And they say he says Wally is an emotional support animal. Man, this is like a New York City story, but I'm glad to see it's coming out of Philadelphia. You know, like <laughs> there's there's three cities I would see this in: <laughs> New York, Philadelphia. I don't know. Maybe maybe Vegas. Maybe LA. I mean, Florida. Quite frankly, is Flo- where I feel like Florida, this is a, this yeah. is a Miami or Tampa yeah, thing. This, this is definitely a Florida. Did the you state- see that he was wearing a shirt? <laughs> no. It says the world famous Wally emotional support alligator. Hold on, hold on. Is it W A L L Y Wally? Yes. Uh, Wally Gator. Wally the support alligator. There it is. Uh, oh my gosh! Support alligator. Wally denied entry into Philly Stadium. <sighs> <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> I, guess, I think this is fantastic. Um, so he told CNN that he acquired Wally six years prior. He is a longtime reptile rescuer, and he has worked with alligators for thirty years. And they, he was contacted by a friend who was working in Florida, where um, quote unquote nuisance alligators have to be either euthanized or transferred. So he took Wally. 
Um, at the time that he got him, he was just 20 inches long and a little over a year old. How oh big is he gosh. now? I'm looking for it. We have a description of how big he is He's now. He's a good size dude. I mean, whatever full adult size is. Yeah. Several, you know, six, seven feet long is what he tried to get him in there. <laughs> He's just lovable. He sleeps with me, steals my pillows, steals my blankets. He's just awesome. <laughs> how much of this do you believe? Give me a percentage of how much of all of that you believe. In terms of him sleeping in his bed? Yes. No, absolutely not. I don't think so. I don't think that's... He walks him on a leash? I've got a picture, a different picture now of him on a leash. Look, look, there's... Look, I've seen people push cats around in a stroller. That's like a new thing, or it's been a thing for a while. So I I understand that you can potentially put an alligator on... (laughs) On a leash I, and a harness. I get that. I'm not, that doesn't surprise me because it's almost like you, if you had it since it was a, a wee tyke, you probably have been training it that way. So it's, it's used to it. I just don't buy it that it's like, you know, you guys are like, all right, he's scattering, scampering up into bed and you got a little ramp for him. I just, I'm not into that. I just, I don't, that I don't buy. So he is six feet long. I was right about that. Wally has his own TikTok account, sure. which I'm going to have to look up. I'm sure he does. That has 114,000 followers. Yeah. He also has an Instagram account that has another 27,000 followers. Yeah, I'm not surprised. He has gone viral before, including for joyfully splashing around in the fountain at the famous Love Park in Philadelphia last summer. Oh, my God. Um, and he says Wally's a Phillies fan and people like him there. The, I want you to imagine what this old man looks like having an alligator. And that's exactly what he looks like. He, he the, the old man definitely looks like the kind of guy that would have an emotional alligator to the person on the text line who said you completely glossed over li- the line about, um, service animals being horses. No, I didn't. I just I hadn't gotten back to it yet, but yeah, I mean, I mean, can, I can see a service animal being a horse. Me too. I yeah. mean, for the same reason that a dog is for, yeah. for being able to guide you around, I can totally get it. But, but an alligator, I'm not sure I buy that. But I also will ask then, okay, let's, let's talk about the horse for a second or the alligator. If it is a service animal, where does the horse sit in the stadium? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's room, but like you have to have a seat you gotta, then where. You gotta probably have a special area where you're putting that horse. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> so you're welcome for this one. Steals your feet at night when he's hungry. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming up in the next hour, uh, we're going to talk about the story out of Missouri. This woman, the government thinks this woman is dead. She is very much alive, and it is ruining her life. We'll get to this coming up here on KMBZ. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.